Here's what you missed on Buck Sexton with America Now. Welcome back, everybody. We've got Matt Walsh on the line now. He is the author of The Unholy Trinity, Blocking the Left's Assault on Life, Marriage, and Gender. He's also an author at The Blaze. You can read his latest at theblaze.com. Mr. Walsh, good to have you back. Thanks for having me, Buck. So, Matt, before I get into uh, two of your pieces, you're somebody who doesn't shy away from being critical of of either Trump or the GOP. Uh, what do you take from the health care mess? Just what, what's your what's your 30,000 foot view of this whole debacle? Well, I, I think it's, you know, the, the way I put it on Twitter today is we have at this point. We have to choose. There's no Republican Party that doesn't. The Republican Party doesn't exist. We have there, we have the Democrat Party of 2017, and we have the, the Democrat Party of like 2005. Those are the which is now the Republican Party. Uh, those are the, that, that's that's what we have because it, it's it's very apparent to me that you know after promising for seven years that they're going to get rid of Obamacare, it hasn't happened. Obviously, it's not going to happen. Um, and just like so many other of their supposed objectives, are not going to happen. So. This is they own this now. They own Obamacare. It's not Obamacare anymore. It's GOP care. This is this is theirs. This is their thing. And uh, and so this is what we live in. in Twenty seventeen. We live in a in a in a country where the supposed conservative party now owns uh, uh, you know universal health care as well as by the way not not that anyone really cares about this apparently but they also own funding Planned Parenthood which they've decided to continue doing uh, although they could stop so um, among many other things this is a uh, yeah, by the way, what's their, I forget now, what's the excuse for why they had to fund Planned Parenthood? Uh, is, it, is it just lack, lack of, uh, of fortitude? I mean, why are, they not, why are they not withdrawing funding? They said they would. With it's, Obamacare, it's, they it's, say it's, it's reconciliation. I'm sorry, Matt. I just said, you know, they, they have some procedural issue. What's the problem with Planned Parenthood defunding? For the most part, their excuse is they haven't even given an excuse. They haven't even bothered to give an excuse. They don't even talk about it. They did put, now I know what the excuse is going to be, is that they put into the, 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 the health care bill that was just that just went down in flames, they put in an amendment that would have partially defunded Planned Parenthood for twelve months. And so that was their biggest hint was to put was to put in this partial temporary defunding of Planned Parenthood, attach it to a doomed bill, and it was an amendment that probably would have not survived anyway. But that's what they're gonna say. They say, Well, we tried and uh, we can't. But so that's it. That's all there is. And so they're gonna continue to fund Planned Parenthood, which by the way, you know, this Planned Parenthood's been fund for forty years now. And there have been other Republican governments that have decided to fund it. So this is just in keeping with what they've always done. Yeah, they say that they are pro-life, but then they don't defund Planned Parenthood. They say that they're going, and at least for the last seven years or so, that they would defund Obamacare and, or I'm sorry, repeal Obamacare. And that, well, they still could do it. Is, is there any way, Matt, you think that maybe because there's been such a uh, a, an obvious and uh, really jaw-dropping failure on the part of the GOP to follow up on that promise that that maybe there will be some accountability now that that, that essentially this is just this is too much this has gone too far the sorry we're not actually going to repeal Americans are annoyed by this or no you think we'll get past it I think you know I, I've been thinking that I've been we've been all been saying that to each other for years and years and years every time well well, this time they're really going to pay. This time, this time, this time. But then every time the elections come up, we always say, "Well, yeah, but you know, if we hold them accountable, and then might the Democrats in charge, let's just let's just you know, let's just get through the midterms, and then we'll hold them accountable. And the midterms come, we say, okay, let's just get through the general, then we'll hold them accountable, and on and on and on. This has been the process; it's going to continue this way. There's no reason to think it'll change, uh, because one thing we have to keep in mind is that you know, as the I say that the Republican Party of 27 of 2017 is like a Democrat Party of 2005, and that's true, but also 
the so-called conservative movement of 2017 strikes me as pretty similar to the, you know, the liberal movement of, of a decade or a decade and a half ago. So as the Republican Party goes further to the left, conservatives in general are kind of going further to the left, which is why you have some conservatives who have for, have for years have been saying, let's get, a, get rid of Obamacare. Now they say, well, we can't really do that. We've got to have some, we've got to have some replacement in place. So this is not happening in a vacuum is what I'm saying. Uh, and that's part of the reason why the Republicans aren't held accountable is because even a lot of the so-called conservatives don't care that much about these issues. And so that's why this is all playing out that way. We're speaking to Matt Walsh. He's the author of The Unholy Trinity, Blocking the Left's Assault on Life, Marriage, and Gender, which you can all pick up on Amazon.com. He's also an author at the Matt Walsh blog. Uh, Matt, tell me about your piece, Five Things Every Guy Must Do in Order to Become a Man. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a podcast I did last week. And this is, uh, you know, it's just, it's just one of these things we hear all the time from, from, well, women and men complain that it's hard, you know, well, women, women especially, single women will say, you, know, you can't find a man who's actually a man, who's competent, who's mature. And, I'm, and, and I believe that that's true. And I'm very, I'm very sympathetic to single people these days. I'm so glad that I'm not single anymore. I don't have to deal with this. Uh, I could not be any happier about that. So I just tried to, to come up with just a few things. If you're, if you're a woman and and, uh, you know, you're, you're looking to find a man who might, you, you want to get serious with and you might want to marry. Just a few things you could kind of look back at his past and see, has he done this? Is he doing this? And if he's not, then you should kind of probably steer clear and, and be wary of that. And these are really basic things that, of course, it still upsets people when you bring it up. But basic things like... Oh, let's hear it. Man, <laughs> we got to hear him. Yeah, like, um, if you're a grown man, you should have paid some bills in your life. You should be paying all of your own bills. Uh, if, if you're a grown man, you know, you should have developed some interests outside of watching TV and playing video games. And I'm not saying that men can never play video games, although I don't, I'm not personally a fan, but you have these men that their only interest in life are video games, superheroes. It's like their interests have not evolved at all since they were eight years old. They have not changed at all. And that's a problem. You know, that's, that's a, that's a hint. That's a indication of a lack of maturity. And I think a big one also is most men in most cases, I think, You've got to at some point move out on your own and live by yourself for a while. I'm not talking about in a dorm room or with roommates in a college setting, but I think in modern society, it's important for men to live on their own for a little while, develop some skills of survival, you know, figure out how to take care of themselves so that then they can get married and take care of a family. And I think we have a lot of men who never developed that skill and they get married and they don't know how to take care of their families. It causes all kinds of problems. So these are just, I think these are really basic things, but, uh, but of course, they're considered. Was was there pushback to this to this uh, podcast? Were people saying how how dare you suggest that to be a man you should have had a job, paid bills, and not just play video games? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yes. Of course. <laughs> and and the, the the thing is, well, you know, you're being judgmental. You don't understand how hard it is, and why shouldn't I just live with my parents until I'm 27? It's the most financially responsible thing, and so on and so forth. People are just grappling for for excuses because they don't want to. You know, they don't want to take charge of their life. And this is why we have to, you know, and, and one excuse I like is people say, well, you know, back in the, back in the old, back in the 1800s, uh, you know, you would stay at home with your parents until the day that you got married and then you would move out. And yeah, that's true, except that you are home with your parents working on a farm, getting up at 5 a.m. to milk the cows and, you know, go out and plow the fields. So you weren't, you weren't just at home watching TV, yeah. you, were, you were on a, you were on a homestead contributing to the 
family operation. You weren't trying to get the high score on Mortal Kombat 5 or whatever. Yeah, it's different. Right. If so, if that's, if that's what you're doing in 2017, you're working on the homestead, then great. Stay home. That's fine. But most of us aren't doing that. So we have to force this on ourselves. We have to force ourselves to go out and cut the umbilical cord and develop some skills because we're not going to do it at home. And uh, I know that that's just, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously if you could just stay home and play video games, I guess, but you don't really want to hear anyone tell you otherwise. Matt Walsh, everybody, author at The Blaze. Check out his book, The Unholy Trinity, Blocking the Left's Assault on Life, Marriage, and Gender, which is officially endorsed by uh, my mom, Mrs. Sexton. She is a fan, so there you have it. Matt Walsh, thank you. (laughs) Thanks for joining, man. Good to have you on. Appreciate it. Thank you. Follow us online at Buck Sexton on Twitter and Instagram.